today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Yesterday, all we were talking about was uh, Tim Hortons and, of course, the protests going on at various Tim Hortons locations uh, throughout uh, Ontario, I guess. And uh, it's really sort of created a a divisiveness uh, among Ontarians. Lots are behind it. Some aren't. Uh, but but it certainly uh, uh, put a focus on small business, and uh, it was an interesting article I read uh, earlier on today that said uh, Kathleen Wynne dividing Ontarians, and uh, the new enemy is small business, which of course creates the majority of the jobs uh, in Ontario. Uh, that being said, it seems uh, who is capitalizing most on all of this over and above Kathleen Wynne, because it's a win-win situation for her, uh, pitting... Uh, you know, Tim Hortons against its employees and then just sort of stand on the sidelines and, and um, you know, watch the action, so to speak. Uh, but it's certainly uh, also big parts of these protests are union leaders and union organizers and such. And, of course, uh, this is a time for them to put their best foot forward and try to get as many of these people unionized as they possibly can. Let's bring in Ann Frost, Associate Professor of Organizational Behavior at the Ivy, uh, Ivy Business School, Western University, and is on the line with us now. Ann, thanks for taking the time to join us today. We appreciate this. Yes, you're very welcome. My pleasure. And uh, it seemed that, uh, you know, post-recession and the loss of manufacturing jobs, we saw unions uh, weakened a little bit and and had to merge as a result. Are we seeing a resurgence now, uh, especially with things like this protest against Tim Hortons? Well, I'm not sure I'd say we're seeing a resurgence yet. I think there's increased interest on the part of people who don't have a union representing them that maybe it might be a good idea. But I don't think we're quite over that hurdle yet. We still have to actually see organizing happening, and we haven't seen that yet. How difficult is it to organize small businesses? It's very difficult to organize small businesses because each of those small businesses has to be its own bargaining unit. And you have to get all those people, many of who are part-time workers, who have different shifts. You have to get them all coalesced around the same issues at the same time and get them all to vote yes, or at least a majority of them to vote yes in a union election. And that's hard. Uh, so is it worth it? I remember talking to some union leaders that, you know, the, the reason they're not into more small businesses is exactly for the reason you've just said. It's, it, it's just not worth it. it. It's just not cost effective. Would that be accurate? I think the way it's set up right now, absolutely, it's not cost-effective for unions to do that kind of organizing. It's very, very expensive. Uh, Are unions doing what they can to update their process, or are... You know, are they op- are their operations a little archaic and perhaps need to be reexamined for the new worker? Well, I'm not sure it's the union's processes. Maybe it's our our labor law. I think that's part of the problem that the unions face as well as is dealing with labor law that was written in you know the 1940s. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, the the workplace has changed, the economy has changed, and our labor law reflects an old economy. So explain that. Uh, what do you mean? Well, in the you know 1940s, you were talking about organizing manufacturing, and you were talking about organizing large plants, mm-hmm. and that's not what we see today. We are looking at service occupations and small businesses and small employers, and having unions go into those kinds of places means bargaining units are very small, and the way we've asked for a majority to be you know um, unionized at the same time doesn't always help. Maybe we should have models that say, look, 
anybody can join a union. You don't have to have majority representation. The people who have voted it in say, yes, we are represented by the union, and the rest of the people that didn't, that's okay, but at least we have union representation, but that's not how our law works. But what happens when it comes time to bargain, though? I mean, that sounds good as long as everything's tickety-boo, but what happens as soon as things go south? Yeah, so if you don't have a majority and it's time for the employer to pay attention to the union, you do have a problem if you don't have a majority of people saying, oh, yeah, the union speaks for all of us. But perhaps if you get your foot in the door with non-majority being voted in, and then you can start working on it, maybe over time you do get to that majority point. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.